Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Morale Booster with John Ogulu. And today I have with me another very interesting guest, a man with so much experience, a man whose experience he would like to share with others. And he's no other person but Shams Arifan. Shams, thank you for joining me on the program. Thank you for having me, John. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. It's my pleasure having you here. Okay, before I um, give Mike the opportunity to speak to you guys, I just want to remind you all, for those of you listening to this program, for those of you watching on YouTube, remember to share this message. Remember to share this video. Like, share, and subscribe. Because you might just be saving that one person who has been waiting the entire life to hear this message. Please do share. Thank you. So Shams, thank you once again for your patience. Oh, and, uh, my, my listeners are more than eager to hear from you. So can you please tell us who you are and what you do? Fantastic. Uh, my name is Shams Arifin, just like uh, you know, it's been said. And um, I was like a motivational speaker and I was a trainer and I was a teacher and uh, I started my career as like a teacher. And then uh, over a period of time, you know, I learned and practiced by listening to the great speakers like, you know, Les Brown and Zig Ziglar and all these people. And then I started thinking about, you know, this is something that I would like to do. And I saw that in myself that I have those seeds and I have that ability that I can speak and I can talk uh, just like uh, these great uh, inspirers. So I decided that I should get into that uh, business. Okay. So I lived pretty much like 25 years, you know, in, in Pakistan. I just moved here recently. And when I looked at it, I decided that this is something that I would like to pursue. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's a great one. And you just mentioned some great names out there. You right. know, and, you, and you and I happen to uh, have been trained also by uh, one of the greatest in the world. That's, uh, yeah, that's person, true. But Les Brown. Yes. Les, <laughs> yes. Is, Les is always like a person who's like, uh, I, I can always, you know, think him as a mentor and, uh, you know, people like John Tallarico. Right. You know, uh, another great name, you know, we are kind of very blessed to have, you know, um, some kind of training from them and, and learning. And I think we can, uh, we can do wonders. Exactly. Exactly. John Talarico is a great man. You know, I have learned so much from John Talarico and Les Brown. You know, having them as uh, a personal coach means a lot to me. And I know a lot of people out there are still yet to discover the importance of having a coach or a mentor, you know, that person who you've always wanted to be like. So that's the essence of this program. That's why I brought you on board. You Thank know, you. To, to share your stories, to let my listeners, to let those people who have not come to realization that coaching and mentoring is paramount in life, you know. And uh, I do appreciate the job you are doing, you know, passing your ideas, your knowledge to uh, the future generations. So what actually motivated you to become 
uh, a trainer, a speaker? Just like, just like I said, you know, um, I um, started as like a teacher and, and the job of the teacher is, and I was the kind of a person who was not like a regular teacher, you know, okay. going and talking about things that like in the textbooks and all that. Right. I was the kind of teacher who was like giving more information to students and and motivating them and 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 bringing you know and changing their feeling and and their ideas and the way of looking and seeing things in a different perspective rather than in a in a monotonous way and just kind of just like uh, Les Brown always talks about Mr. Washington that how he did intervention into his life and that is something that where I see myself that I would like to uh, do some intervention into the lives of others so that they can bring a bigger, you know, uh, change into themselves and, and become more creative, you know, right. and in achieving their goals rather than, you know, uh, looking into like, you know, um, uh, one side and not expanding themselves. Right, right. That's, that's a good one. It's a, it's a lovely one. So what challenges have you faced, you know, while developing your training skills? Well, you know, when you first started, what were the challenges you faced? Because I know there are so many people out there who would really want to be speakers, who would want to be trainers, but they do not know how to go about it. They don't right. know, you know, probably some people feel they don't have what it takes to be on the stage or in front of an audience, but they know they have something deep down in them that right. needs to be said. So. Yeah, John, I think the, the first thing that we need to, um, whatever we are doing in life, the first thing is that we have to face the fears. You know, the fears are always there. Even a person like Les Brown says, you know, if he goes to like a big uh, place or a big auditorium, he still gets the goosebumps and all that. Yeah, he's so saying when he's there, he doesn't want you to talk to him. Yeah. Let him, he wants to focus and listen. Right. So I think that goes with everyone. I, I don't see that, you know, um, I remember that there was a time that I was kind of, I started, you know, going onto a bigger platform and I, that started scaring me. So, you know, these things are natural. So what is uh, like, uh, again, I'm talking about Les Brown because he's kind of mentor and coach. He says there, if this is like an African saying that if there are no fears inside, you know, there is no fear outside. Exactly. So we have to, we have to start working on those fears. And I, I think uh, that one part of your uh, answer is that, you know, working on the fears. And the second part, I would say, like you said, that, you know, uh, the message that I would talk to the people is that uh, People have to really know that if, if something that they really want that, because if this is something that is like, gives you an interest in that is exactly what you want to do, right. then I would say pursue your dreams right. and, and go for it. So right. my message is that, you know, look into yourself and see if this is something that you really want. Right. And if this is something that you would like to pursue, I mean, the people who have like looking at Bill Gates, you know, he yeah. wanted always wanted to do, you know, the software thing. Look at the, you know, um, uh, the great uh, people like uh, Alibaba, yeah. you know, a uh, uh, guy who was, who, was, who was doing great, you know. So these people have already in them, you know, that, that the, the, the idea that and they discover 
that what exactly they want to do in life and then they pursue that their dreams right right that's a that's a very good one you know now the reason why i asked you that question is because i happen to be one of those people prior to making up my mind to become a speaker you know from time immemorial i was that you know while growing up i was that young man who had a lot of energy inside of me i had the ability to command an audience i had the ability to speak and you know my friends my peers they would pay attention but for some reasons i don't know where it started or how it started or even when it started a kind of you know self confidence issue just immediately took over i started finding it difficult to even go on a stage and give a toast from nowhere so why I'm saying this is that I know there are so many people out there like me who know deep down within them that they have a big message, a great message to share. But for one reason or the other, the self-confidence issues is not allowing them fulfill their destiny. It's not allowing them achieve their dreams. Right. Yeah. Right. So, John, I think that um, uh, some people are destined for that, I would say that no matter what the if if this is something that is what they they have to do then somehow or the other the nature makes the circumstances even if they don't make those right. and they just come and they rise right. and those people who have the the power and the courage or uh you know if they don't have the courage and 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 the thinking of peers and all that then it it's not going to be easy for them they right. have to fight their fears right and i think that's that's what something that is very important i would like to tell them that hey you know if this is something that you really want to do yeah. then focus on the message not the messenger right so focus on the message so if you're listening he said focus on the message not the messenger that's it. that's a good one right that to start with yeah. and then once you once you have the command of you know what you want to deliver then focus at your audience that is a second step right. and then look at the audience and 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 see what are their interest what is it they like and what is they want to hear and how you can motivate them and how can you give them the power and the challenge and all that so that they can rise so that is the second step oh that's a good one that's a good one thank you so much for that sure um to my listeners out there Richard Branson said, if your dream does not scare you, then it is too small. So when you are embarking on a journey, when you have decided to chase your dreams, your goals, those goals might scare you at a point. Limiting beliefs might come in that would want to make you feel these goals are just too big for me. No, it's not meant for me. But the moment you can beat that fear barrier, the moment you can tell yourself that if it's not big enough, then it's not worth doing, then the sky will be your starting point. So remember in life, we go through a lot of things that would want to stop us. For example, you might even have people in your household trying to talk you out of your dreams because it is you alone who sees where you're going. It is you alone who has the vision. 
Other people cannot see where you are going. In fact, if people know where you are going, it means that dream is not big enough. It is people who did uncommon things that changed the world. So whatever your dreams are, don't worry about people not understanding it. With time, they will. Just stay focused on your goals, and that's it. Am I right, champs? That is perfectly right. That's exactly how it should be. Okay. So my next question to you now is, we know things have actually changed in the world right now. The pandemic has changed everything. So now that we have a paradigm shift, um, how do you intend to, how do you intend to propel your business to the next level? I think I, the first thing that I would like to speak about is about the paradigm. And the paradigm is that the state of mind, you know, it is the state of thinking. It is the, the process in our mind that we have to understand that what that paradigm is. Yeah. So most of our thinking and negative beliefs develops our paradigm. Yes. And uh, no matter what, you know, if, if we are, if we are, if we have like, a calamity or if we have disaster or if there's situation. I have seen the other day that there came a hurricane in, in a certain place and then the people start coming together and putting things together. So that's a state of mind that people are that we got to, we got to make it better. We got to develop it. We got to, so it doesn't matter what the circumstances is are or whatever this is. So if we let our circumstances control us, so then we are not in control. Right. So we got to be in control. So in order to be in control, we need to overcome our circumstances. Right. I, um, uh, you know, there, there, there are people who have already talked about it, you know, that the courage that, you know, that you have, uh, you have to show it to the people so that I am able, I can do it. And then you can do it. Right. Right. That's, that's true. Right. That's a good one. Okay, so now what about um, people who have lost loved ones due to the um, pandemic? What's your, you know, can you just share some, because I know definitely we have so many people listening to us right now that fall into this category. They've lost a loved one, they've lost friends. So can you just give us some inspiring words that would help them look beyond what has just happened that would help them look beyond their predicament yeah john i'm i'm really sorry for the people who have you know lost their loved ones and it's not very uh, easy uh, it's like uh, saying is easy but when you are you know thinking about the people that you love the people that you lived with the people that you know you're looking to envision your future with and right. the people that you want to, you know, you're enjoying and you're happy and you're sharing. And when you lose them, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's, it's, it's a very tough situation. But then we have to think about, and I personally think about like a situation. Okay, uh, uh, the people who have passed us, you know, we have to kind of be positive about them and not bring them into our negative vibes, right. you know, rather than, uh, start a contribution on their behalf, like thinking, uh, taking their life in front of us and, and creating something. So I would say if we start creating and let's say like some, some, uh, some organization we can create in their names and so that they can live in our heart and in our memories and, and work towards that so that 
they 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 feel and they are looking at us and they 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 see that you know uh, if i was there in that world i probably wouldn't have created that big of a uh, thing that these people are doing it for me so yeah. i think that we got to stay positive and 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 be uh, creating something positive rather than uh, killing our own self and putting ourselves into depression and into that situation where we become patient you know rather right. than uh doing something for the, for for the rest of the world right right okay that's a good one thank you and um once again to my listeners i want to share this quote with you and it's uh, by franklin d roosevelt he said we have nothing to fear but fear itself you know we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Now, the paradigm shift, the pandemic right now has caused a lot of panic. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have lost loved ones. But I want you all to remember that those people who are gone no longer feel any form of pain, no form of suffering. You know, they are resting in peace. We understand how hurtful it may be. But at this point in your life, you have to take charge of your own life. You have to take good care of your own self. And always remember that those whom we have lost will be smiling when they see that we can carry on. We can use this energy to do good for ourselves and our communities. So I want you to forge ahead. Think about what you can do to help your community. Think about what you can do to help other people who are distressed. Think about what you can do to make the world a better place. And those gestures can be named after those people you have uh, lost. It is not easy. Life itself is not easy. It is a journey. Everybody, every human being, every living thing has a death sentence on its neck. But it is just that we don't know the time. We don't know how. But while we are living in this borrowed life, it is important that you continue to do things that are beneficial to the world at large. Like my mentor and coach Les Brown would say, Live full and die empty. <laughs> right. Well said. Well said. Yeah. So, so Shams, thank you once yeah. again. It's a sure. pleasure having you on the program. I have one very last concern and question I would want you to address because sure. I've been getting lots of messages from people about that. So I would want you, you know, you, you, you have a lot of experience. So I want you to touch on that. It's a very important issue. Now, this is it. There are so many people out there who think because they are immigrants, because they have an accent, because you know, they, are, they are from a different background, they feel they have limitations to the things they can do in terms of career, in terms of, you know, business in terms of even relationships. 
So I know you have experience. So I want <laughs> right. you to help us, you know, talk to these people. Let them know yeah. that life is beyond having an accent. Life, I'm an immigrant. Right. Yes, right. so I want you to right. talk to people. I, I, I think this is this is a very good. Uh, you just hit it right uh, on on one of my past stories that I have. Uh, when I came to US, you know, I, I I landed like in California, and I was sharing an apartment. And in that apartment building, there was this old lady. You know, I just noticed one day that she was like taking, you know, really long time getting down the stairs and all that. And I felt it not very good. You know. Back home, we have a system where we like take care of our elders and stuff right. like that. So uh, I, I learned that people used to call her mama. So I just approached her and I said, mama, uh, I can help you. Uh, where are you going? And uh, so uh, we started, you know, talking to each other. And I was then the person who was helping mama. And she was from Greece and, you know, she had that thick accent, accent you know, right <laughs> you know <laughs> and then she used to say, and all that kind of the way that they speak that, that was very interesting. So I had accent myself and I still have that. And that is like, that holds you back. So I remember that, you know, uh, mama, you know, and I, we were kind of getting along and mama was making spinach for me and all that kind of stuff. So one day, Mama was so happy. She said, you know, I know someone here, you know, from Greece, um, uh, some name like Dimitri or I don't know, was like uh, a director in Hollywood. And since um, at that time, I used to have, I still have long hair, I used to have. So I was looking like, you know, a different person. Right. So she said, you know, I, I think that you can go into Hollywood and you can uh, become an actor and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, and I had this, my negative beliefs about myself because I was not having a proper job. I didn't have enough money and all that. And so I was so full of negativity. I was not thinking like that. So she took me to this director. And uh, so I met this guy and he said, you know, uh, Mr. Shams, you have to make your composites and you have to make, you know, you know, uh, your pictures so that we can pass it on to some agents that, you know, we want to see how photogenic you are and all that kind of stuff. And on the way back, you know, the negative thoughts, just like Les Brown talks about, you know, they started creeping into me and they're saying, oh, Shams, you're not good enough. You have an accent, you know, you can do it. And I talked myself out of that. And there was a time that I had that opportunity that I could have, you know, I have met this director and could be, you know, in Hollywood. And you would be seeing me like right now with Tom Cruise or someone, but <laughs> I talked myself out of it and I lost that opportunity. And, and, and that's what I say to, to the audience and the people that don't worry about the accent. Right. The accent is something that we can always practice in, 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 in Native Americans. They said that there are certain, uh, alphabets that you can't even pronounce unless you're born there. Right. So it doesn't matter where you're born. It doesn't matter how you speak, you know. Uh, it, it's, it, the important thing is that are you giving that feeling? Are you giving that touch? Are you giving that emotion? And are you talking heart to heart to the people? Right. And if, if that is the connection that you learn to make 
a heart to heart connection. That is the people that would probably think about it and they would not worry about, I don't care about when people are talking that I'm looking at direction. I'm rather uh, focusing on the kind of message that they are giving. Right. That's true. That's, That's a good one. You know, Shams is a man with experience in that area. I also, you know, I'm one with an accent. I'm originally from Nigeria. But I always see people who get discouraged because of their accents. And those are convictions that when they creep in, it's always difficult to let go of those convictions. And especially if you have people who do not inspire you. Now, in every message or every story, every human being is looking for that story that would resonate with their thinking, that would resonate with their mindset. But having that accent and making your story resonate with somebody would make that story stick for a lifetime because it is unique. It is a story that came out of a unique accent and that person will never forget you. So I want you to know that having an accent is golden. And John, I would like to add something here very quickly. Uh, I remember I was talking about uh, mama and one day, you know, I was standing right next to mama and she wanted to tell me something, you know, really important. And like I said, mama had a thick accent, you know, and sometimes it was kind of, you know, uh, yeah. uh, you have to really pay attention to, you know, understand that. Right. So one day, you know, I was standing there and mama was saying something and she goes like, um, I want my son, I want you to write it down or, you know, that's how she was kind of talking about. And I said, go ahead, mama. That's okay. I, I, I'm, I'm listening. I, I'm, I can, I can, I can, you know, remember that. Right. And she said at that time, she said, scriptamana vola verba. Anything. <laughs> that you write that stays anything that you say goes in the air right so that i I just thought to share that story with you oh that's a good one that's a good one that's a good one yeah you see the accent is golden a lot of people are used to a particular way of doing things but when they come across that different way that different method that different delivery it sticks faster because it's, easy for, it's easier for you to remember. So if you've been holding yourself back, if you've been delaying your destiny because of you having an accent, I want to remind you, there is a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. So it is never too late for you to realign with your true purpose in life and Start chasing your dreams. Forget about the accent. The accent is what will take you to the, the level you never expected. Exactly. So yeah, John, I mean, they, they say that the words come from the heart, goes to the heart. Right. So something that, uh, you know, I have seen people with accent, you know, but it is like how you connect. So I would say um, in my ending part, I'm sorry, I'm intervening here, but I would say that uh, pay attention to getting connected to the people. That is the most important. It is the feeling, it is the emotion. It is something that comes out of you that people pay attention to that. Right. And I have seen that, you know, the other day I was watching um, 
a program at Opera and there was this lady, she was talking about, you know, how difficult, you know, it was her time, you know, when she was, you know, her father was dealing with the Nazis and all that, and she had gone through all that pain. And this uh, person who has written a book on that, and she was, uh, she had a thick accent, but uh, while opera was talking to the audience, and, you know, it was, and I was focused on her story, not on her accent. Right. So I would say people, don't focus on your accent, please come out of that, right. come out of that fear, focus on the message. Right. That is important. That's true. Everybody likes to listen to a story, a story they've never heard. Right. Okay. That's a, that's a lovely one. I like that. So uh, Shams, I really do appreciate the fact that you took time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on this program and to my listeners. And Thank my you viewers, for having me. Yeah. My, my pleasure. You know, and to my listeners and my viewers, uh, Shams is a master trainer. He is a trainer on leadership. And if you have any challenges, any questions whatsoever, you can always reach out to him on uh, his social media platform. Uh, Shams, what social media platforms are you on? I use usually Facebook and I use Instagram and I, um, people can, people always send me, LinkedIn is the one that I have like 25,000 followers that, okay. you know, follow me. Okay. And uh, Shams, S-H-A-M-S-C, trainer at gmail.com is where people can ask me questions. Awesome. So, okay, that's, yeah. a, that's a good one. So um, if you feel there is any way Shams can be of help to you, please reach out to him. And I assure you, he is absolutely good at what he does. He would inspire you. you. He, would, you. he would teach you how to come out of your shell. He would teach you what good leadership is all about. All right? And um, one other thing, remember to share this video because you might just be saving a life of just that one person who has been waiting the entire life to listen to this message. So thank you all for listening. And I promise to bring more programs that will be so beneficial to you all. Thank you once again, Shams, for joining me and have a great rest You're of You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me.